0: Hello! And welcome to Steve and Roland's beer podcast. Number 77. Flying along? 77? 77. 77 do you say flying it. along every week? I do. You're going to have to... That's going to become like
1: your catchphrase. Oh God. Uh, i us stop that. Rolling glue. <laughs> flying along. Oh, I've never said... There'll be it. t-shirts. There'll be a picture of your you face know, with flying along. I'm going to try very hard never to say that again, but I will have forgotten this by next week. Yeah. So, I look forward to saying it again next week. Flying along. Huh. Right,
0: and while we're flying along, uh, we should welcome our guest. Uh, Dude, Mr third. Alejandro Martinez Say hello Alejandro Hey hello guys Yeah, third Ali's ever. Ali's one of our coffee producers and he's just sitting in because he knows and he, he wants to drink our beer
1: so we're uh, he's just yeah. watching us third we're not going to let him
0: talk anymore Third ever guest Third guest,
1: who was, yeah, was We had, had Gordon, we had, he wasn't very evil but he was meant to be Oh yeah, had we had Matt. Matt Yes, of course, yes, yes
0: Yeah, you're, you're our third guest
2: Okay so Now you're not let's talk, talk. Okay
1: <laughs> He talked again <laughs> And again <laughs> Yes, this is how we treat our, our valued coffee farmer partners. This, this
0: is fair trade, you see. This is, this is, like, this is fair trade at work we, 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 <laughs> where we're mean to him. Now, um, so we're going to try this week's
1: beer. Tell us a little bit about it, Roland. Where's it from? Can I have a quick look at this one? This is from Runaway Brewery. They're, I've heard of these. Yeah, like they're super new. Based in they're Manchester. Northern Quarter, aren't they? Yeah, that kind of direction. They are they're literally next door to Marble and Blackjack. So they were started in June of this year. That's uh, when they did their first brews. They set the, the brewery itself up like a month or two before that. Uh, it's a five and a half barrel kit that they've got second hand. Um, and it was founded by school friends uh, Mark and Darren, who basically had worked in business. They got really fed up of business. They decided to run away and, hence the name, yeah. start a, a brewery. Um, they currently brew for keg and bottle. Yeah, They're not ruled out doing cask in the future, but they really like the kind of um, American... Mikola, that those kind of modern wave, kind of crafty type stuff. So that's where they got them brewed for to start with. Um, they were featured in a tap takeover at, at back in Mac, which I think where I first heard about them. Which was the uh, the array the twist up that that Phil Hardy organised this year, which okay, I think it's going yeah. to. And yeah, so I've heard about them just a couple of times. Heard some really nice things. Actually, I think it was Phil? who told me about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got four beers in their core range, which are. A pale ale, which is kind of 4.7, citrusy, crisp. An IPA, which is tropical and a bit maltier, Uh, at 5.5. Smoked porter at 6%. And then this is their American brown at 5.7. So, um, I think it's the first American brown we've had in beer bods.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, American brown.
0: So, describe the style. I had to go and research this one a bit, because I don't really... I've, not I've had I've any. Drunk, I've bands. drunken them. I've, drunk You've them. Had I've drunken drunk them! <laughs> you are drunken <laughs> after them. Yeah, yeah no, be... I I I've had them and, uh, and and enjoyed them, but I've never really known the difference between American brown ale
1: and like uh you know yeah, English like, brown ale. I guess it's a, a bit like the difference between like an American pale ale and a British pale ale. American browns tend to be. They've got the kind of the malts that you get from a, a brown. That you'd expect from a British brown ale. They're kind of reasonably malty, lots of flavour coming from the malts dominantly, but they're a bit drier than. You'd get from uh, a British one, so a okay. bit a bit less sweet, a bit more hop flavour, and a bit more yeah. American hops. So okay. probably kind of citrusy. Um. That
0: would kind of run with my experience of them. They always tend to be a bit more IPA-ish than the brown ales yeah. that I've had. You know, a little bit more hoppy, a little bit more kind of weedy, and um, absolutely. The labelling. So, Alejandro, uh, hey what do you think of the label? Does that do, would would that make you pick it up and buy it? I think it would.
2: Yes, it's a uh, nice orange, a big R, um, simple, easy to pick up from the stand. I'd yeah. certainly, certainly buy it, yeah? Well, Roland?
1: I like it as well. I think it's very clean. But it's, it's, got, it's got big clear branding. I'll recognize them from okay. a distance. I think it looks kind of interesting. It's got the right look to it. Um yep. yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. minimalist
0: I, I I think the R stands for Roland and not Runaway Beer. Runaway Brewery. I think it's uh, I, I don't they I can take that much credit. Yeah. yeah um cause. no I, I really like the branding. Uh I, I kind of I don't know if you've noticed that the B is in the R as well. Oh yes. A little B in there oh, I had yeah, it. Yeah. Little subtle little salty, but I like it. Um I think the branding's quite nice. Um I like that there's not loads of stupid text in there. They've got all the things they have to have like no. It's bottle conditioned. It contains, yeah. um, but um, it doesn't have anything too stupid on there. They're not big reams of text about how it's brewed yeah.
1: by twelfth generation.
0: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. exactly. Right. Um, so no, I like I like the labelling.
2: I think that's a, a very pl- big plus for it. Um, what I do you think we would have noticed the B after a fourth or fifth? Uh, yeah, I release. think we, well
1: we could we could have worked our way through to that, couldn't
2: we? Right. right, Yeah,
1: some
0: of us are sharper and more on the ball with these things, so. Don't put yourselves down for being inferior to me. Um, so, um, what do we think of the beer? I mean, uh, what's beer like in El Salvador, Ali? I mean, the places we've been to, I've seen a fairly limited selection, but they seem to be a
2: growing craft beer thing going on in El Salvador. Now we have a craft brewery in El Salvador, so we have more variety, thank God. And uh, But this beer is is sweet, I will mm-hmm. say. It has yeah. a good sweetness to it. And uh, a very nice hoppy, floral mm. finish to it that I really enjoy. It's a very uh, easy, drinkable beer. I could easily drink five or six of these, mm-hmm. no problem. I'll Roland, think, yeah I'm, it?
1: I'm, i like it. I think it definitely hits the, the mark in terms of an American brown. Mm-hmm. So it's got that lot of malt flavor, quite toasty, but also quite dry at the same time, not overly sweet. Lots of that hop flavor. Very obviously American hops in there. Yeah, some um, very chocolatey malts coming yeah. through there though as well. I get real chocolatey notes too, which is lovely. And not a massive amount of bitterness, nope. which is right yeah. for the style. No. More about the flavour and yeah. that those malts definitely drive it.
0: You know the hops are there, but they're not punching you in your face. Mm. I mean, for mm. me, um, I very much like so Alejandro, because you won't have listened to this. is, is that we like things that tell us what they are. So some right. things pretend to be craft beer and they're not and then some beers protect you know have terrible marketing on them but have really good beers inside but this to me hits the mark on both on both yeah, points it, it tells you what it's going to be I'm not disappointed with what I've got um, I think it's very well brewed
1: for a brewery that's so young and well, so small Also that like the guys they weren't like, we've seen a lot of really experienced home brewers go into brewing and these guys weren't that mm-hmm. like, they were they were beer drinkers they liked their beer they went on spent some time at York brewery doing a Doing a course there, some training, and then they've spent some time at some of the micro breweries. But you say for, like for for less than six months brewing. I think that, that's really good. See,
0: see, so, the, I think that there's a thing with this, you know, home brewers going into brewing, and I think we've seen great occasions yeah, where yeah. it's works. So weird beard is one that for me springs to mind. Whenever I think of home brewers, I think of the weird beard guys, and yeah, you know, yeah. there's a few other really good ones. But I also think you can bring in your own mispre. You know preconceptions yeah. of what you should do and how you should do it, and I think coming in as a beer drinker actually is better than going in as a home brewer because uh, I, I, I don't because do. no, I think you can kind of say, well no you always brew that way whereas if yeah. you if you are not a home brewer, you may try I've been asked in the past you know why I haven't employed people that have like home roasted yeah, yeah. in in roasting here and I kind of like, I don't want them to come with all of those preconceptions you know of yeah. things, or why I've not employed another roaster somebody who's done it before and it's like Kind of good to have a blank Fresh. sheet of paper yeah. and start
1: with this is what we should try. We could do this, we can do that, and, and push the boundaries a little bit more. I think there's definitely an element of that, but at the same time, I think brewing it, one of the interesting things about brewing is it's much more understood than roasting. Mm. The, the volume of information that's out there for I know brewers are going to be listening to this, if, if any brewers do listen to this, mm-hmm. and saying, No, there's still loads of stuff we don't know, but actually. Like there's, there's lots of information out there about techniques and how you can achieve different results. And there's a lot of learning. I, I think for these guys to achieve this in this time, well, look, they've learned a lot. That's impressive. You say that, but I think you're looking at an industry. So I, I've got a, I
0: haven't told you mm. about this yet, and this is completely new to you. Oh, okay. Uh, but we've got a project coming up. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. there's okay.
0: Where I learned something about the brewing industry that they are really bad at. Really bad at. And, I, and I'll talk to you more about Ooh, it when we're not doing it. It's exciting. It. this is something that is a, a, a project that I think is very exciting. And okay. the brewing industry, they know lots about the things that they do, but it's they don't push outside the boundaries very much. Because That's they, true, yeah. Because you know, they're, they're in this... There's a lot of accepted kind th- of There's a lot of accepted practice that I think can be improved in, in brewing as well. Just as in roasting, just as in... You know, many, many things that we do. Um, It's true brewing's been around a little bit longer, but this kind of brewing that we see in here with microbreweries and these kind of unique styles and different uh, uses of molten hops actually haven't pushed the boundaries for a very long time because they've just accepted that that's the way that it is. And that's why I think a brewery like this is good uh, when you don't have those homebrewers there because they won't accept everything. They'll question stuff, whereas a lot of homebrewers will read a book and go, that's the way you've got to do it. Um, so. Well, I think I'm going to do,
1: say, there's a, a plus and minuses for both. I, these guys mm. are a cl- really clear example of how much you can achieve without coming from that background. Mm. On a, ta- I'm going a tangential note for a moment, but a great example of what you can do as a home brewer. Um, so Sacra Brew, based in Wolverhampton, really experienced home brewer Gwen there, set them up. They've got a tap takeover at Birmingham Brewdog tomorrow. That's Friday. I'm going to be there.
2: Not might, not. i might
1: drag matt out from beer bods i told him i'm holding might actually come i'm looking forward to that if i do so if anybody's uh yeah, apologise to area. matt in advance
0: yeah. yeah anyone in the area come and say hello it yeah no i can't different. do it unfortunately because i'm down in bristol and i don't think i'll be back in time but um yeah, we get on. yeah anyway it's, let um, we should get back to yeah, reviewing this, this beer. beer so ali we have a thing where we do a bottle top rating where you get give it a score out of 10 Uh, So have a think about your score while I give the bottle top to Mr. Roland Glue, who can go
1: first. So, over to you, Roland. I think this is a really good example of the style. Definitely exactly what I was hoping for when I saw this. It's really well brewed. I'm definitely going to drink more from these guys. Definitely one I will look out for again. I'm going to go eight and a half. Okay.
0: So, um... I have a rule that if, I, you know, if there's a beer that I enjoy and I kind of like what they've done with it, that I want to try the rest of their range. Uh, I'm definitely going to get some more of Runaway Brewery's range. Okay. Um, if I saw them on draft, I'd be very happy to dive in yeah. and be trying the, all of them. Uh, even their smoked porter, I don't like smoked.
1: I, I could be interested though. I think it might be yeah. subtle I'm interested in that one.
0: well it depends how it's done I guess and if it's, it's been done well but um, as a beer he told me it was going to be an American brown ale of 5.7% it's delivered exactly what I expected yeah. an American brown ale to be it's very enjoyable it's very nice I would definitely buy it again it's probably the best example of an American brown I've tasted Okay. so yeah. I think that is, in itself should yeah. give it more points so I'm actually going to go 9 um, I think it's a superb beer uh, well done Matt and Again, yeah, this is, another, this one, is another one. Matt, this is what I mean. And, and Gordon as well, because Gordon argued with me about yeah. this. Was like, <laughs> These are the beers that I want them to bring yeah. me on beer bods because I hadn't tasted any of their beer before, although I'd heard of them, I hadn't tasted them, and they've given me an opportunity to taste them, and now yeah. I want to try more of them. I, I can say, when I opened the box and
1: saw this beer, my reaction was, ooh, yeah, I was looking forward more to More of guys. these, I please, Matt try.
0: and Gordon. So yes, what do you How think, was... Ali? You can have the final words.
2: Um, I think I agree with, with both of you guys. Yeah. Um, I like the beer. It's the type of beer I like to drink, just because it's so easy on the palate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have an overpowering hop uh, taste. Is The hops, I think, are more floral. Yeah. Than, than uh, They are more floral notes than bitter notes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah definitely. Uh, beautiful. Uh, I think it's a mine for me as well. Um, I would nice. have... it kind of shocking to find in the UK an American brown instead of a British brown, but yeah. I guess it's the kind of thing that you just want to do something that it, you won't find on your market. Yeah, That's the reason why I got into home brewing and Roland yeah. got into home brewing is you want to try things that are not in your home market. So, kudos to them. Great beer. Yeah. Loved it. I, well I, I know
0: I said you could have the last word, but actually I've got to comment on something before I wrap up because Ali brought it up about... Uh, Roland's Home Brewing. If anybody follows me on Untapped, Ooh, yeah. I gave Roland's Home Brew a four and a half. How, what was that score, Stephen? Four and a half. <laughs> and I begrudged every. I look for things to take points off for, and I took half a point off because Roland had brewed it. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I actually tried Roland's beer as well, yeah, and yeah. I thought it, it was a, a mild and it was. Uh, excellent um, and, I lo-
0: and I love it because Roland hated milds when I first yeah, met him He, he said
2: I don't like milds
0: I think that was the first word he said when I said I liked them <laughs> And then he goes and brews one of the best milds I've had in a while So yeah Mild Mannered was a, a very very limited release But a very delicious release very Well done to Roland Gloom So I think all that's left for us to do yeah. is uh, to drink up and shut up